0: In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. We are actually finished with Lent. We have gone through all the Sundays of Lent and we are here at, of course, what we know as Palm Sunday, or better, the triumphal entry of Christ. The triumphal entry of Christ. And of course, I emphasize the word triumph because all throughout Lent, Father Alex and I have been talking about the theme of victory, and our children so wonderfully. Thank you so so much. Just sang about waving palms of victory and vanquishing death. You guys do such a good job of emphasizing vanquisher of death. You did what a beautiful beautiful uh, hymn. We've been talking about triumph and victory, and so of course. Today would be no different, because we went all the way through Lent, and then we come today to a great victory, the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And of course, we're building up to next week, the really great victory that we have in Christ. But what is this victory today? How can we participate with God in this triumphal entry, not just into the physical city of Jerusalem, but into the kingdom of of heaven. And in one of the hymns this morning we emphasized that they waved their palms of victory with gratitude. And so today's victory is the victory of thanksgiving, the victory of giving thanks to God. Father Alexander Schmemann, in the last sermon that he ever preached, and he was the former dean of St. Vladimir Seminary, He reposed in the Lord in the 80s, but he preached a sermon, the last sermon he preached was on Thanksgiving Day, so the American holiday of Thanksgiving, and he already had cancer, but during his sermon he said the first words, anyone who is capable of giving thanks is capable of salvation and eternal joy. And St. Paul in the epistle really sums that up beautifully by saying rejoice in the Lord always, we just heard. And again, he says it again, again I say rejoice. And he says with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God, and you will receive the peace that is beyond all understanding. That's what we want. There is victory in thanksgiving, victory and giving thanks to God, but we don't do it, and it's hard. Why don't we do it? Why don't we give thanks to God? Well, most of the time it's wrapped up in our pride. We go around, and we have these mixed-up expectations that things should just be done for us, and so when something happens for us, somebody opens a door for us, we just walk through it, Instead of turning and saying, oh, thank you for opening that door. Whatever it is that we do, we go through, we don't give thanks because of our pride. We expect that people will do stuff for us. Right, children? We expect our parents to do our laundry for us. Say thank you when we, are, when we go through those things, when people do things for us. Our pride, our misplaced expectations keeps us from giving thanks. We also tend to be selfish, perhaps not even maliciously so, but we tend to be selfish where we've got blinders on and we forget all the work that goes into making sure that we can live comfortably, to making sure that we can do and experience the joy of this world. We walked into the church this morning and we looked around and said, oh, look at the beautiful decorations. We all said that. How many of us looked around at the beautiful decorations and said, oh, look at the beautiful decorations. I wonder who did that. Thank you for that. Or when we walk next door into the hall and see everything decorated beautifully for our dinner, we'll walk in there and say, oh, it's beautiful. But are we going to walk in and say, oh, it's beautiful. I wonder who did it. Thanks be to God. Thank you to whoever it is that, that set all this up for us how can I help and participate in that even better? And so we give thanks to God, but we miss it because of our pride. We miss it because of our selfishness. And so to participate really in that victory of thanksgiving, we need to, of course, give thanks. And we need to remember that giving thanks is not a feeling. We don't have to be just overflowing with joy and thankfulness in order to look at somebody and say thank you. Giving thanks is just that, just saying thank you. So the first thing that we need to do to participate in this victory is to just say thank you, to give thanks, to not expect that we are going to be just overflowing with joy all of the time, but just to say thank you. Dr. Nicole Rokas in her book Time and Despondency that I know many of you are reading or have read during Lent and I hope that if you haven't that you will pick up a copy of it and read it uh, but she has a few pages on Thanksgiving and one of the things that she uh, encourages people to do is every single night before going to bed is to lay in bed and to think about three things that the Lord has done for them for you in, during that day. Three things to be thankful for. Three things to say, wow, thank God that this happened for me today. And just to do that every single day, we slowly break through our pride, we slowly break through our selfishness, and we are able to then more often give thanks to God. So we participate by just saying thank you, getting rid of the blinders, seeing the things that people are doing for us all of the time in our life, and we're then able to give thanks. And I know that that's hard, because sometimes we're in the midst of chaos, sometimes we're in the midst of struggle, sometimes we're in the midst of pain, but the more that we can open our hearts and say, thank you, God, the more that those things will become easier for us to deal with and to understand the presence of God that is with us. And of course the best place for us to participate in thanksgiving is right here. We are celebrating the Eucharist. The Eucharist, literally translated in Greek, simply means thanksgiving. We are experiencing thanksgiving together each and every time we come together to celebrate the Eucharist, to partake of the body and blood of Christ. And look at what God does. He doesn't sit on his throne and say, Yes, you should be thanking me. When we thank him, when we make our offering on the table with the the bread and the wine, what does he do with it? He changes it, transforms it, and gives it back to us for eternal life. And that's the example of real thanksgiving, is when we make our offering to God and when we give thanks to God and make a sacrifice, even in the pain, He's able to mold it and transform it and make it be for our salvation, for our eternal life. There's victory in thanksgiving. Father Alexander ended that sermon, so he started it with, if anyone capable of giving thanks is capable of of salvation and eternal joy, and he finished it by simply saying, Lord, it is good to be here. Now, of course, he was in the midst of the divine liturgy, and so we can very easily say, Lord, it is good to be here. But the challenge for you this week, the challenge for you for the rest of your life, but start this week, is to wherever you are, be able to look and say, Lord, it is good to be here. Because where we are, is the place for our salvation, wherever that is. So you pull up to work and you park in your parking space and you make the sign of the cross, you take a deep breath and you say, Lord, it is good to be here. And you do the same thing when you go home or when you go to school. You sit in your class and you say, Lord, it is good to be here. And when you're having an annoying conversation, you say, Lord, it is good to be here. And it'll change how you are thinking about that person that is in front of you that you are interacting with and that you are dealing with. Lord, it is good to be here. If we make that our, our theme, then every moment changes. Every moment becomes an encounter with God. Every moment be- becomes an opportunity for us to give thanks and to be able to experience victory and triumph. And that's what we're doing today. May we, with our gratitude and our thanksgiving, wave our palms of victory as we follow Christ into the kingdom of heaven and there say, on that last day altogether, Lord, it is good to be here. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.